I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FW Podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. We are back. There's only one thing that can make this better. Oh? Let's open up the door. Everybody is happy for us to be back. Yeah, everyone's thrilled. (laughs) And you know what else can make you happy since we missed it last week? What's that? Yes! Yes! What you got for us? Limited edition from when I went to the pop-up in Louisville. Okay. Moobies Golden Ale. All right. From Fall City, made specifically. Uh, they've been trying to have, like, uh, I guess in addition to having, like, one, like, local food thing, they've also been having local breweries make a beer for them. So it's a Fall City beer based out of Louisville. Okay, nice, nice. Um, it's a gold nail, not not my normal IPA, but it's not bad. It's not bad. I like it. I like. I like so, it when you branch out and try new stuff. Try some, yeah. something that's out of your wheelhouse. I like it when you try something <laughs> new like that. And uh, um, but as the as the intro says, I am Chris. I am also Chris, and we are your favorite podcast's favorite podcast the number one highest rated show on all of the talk nerdy to me podcast network we are your friends with benefits bang bang and i don't know i don't know why i went cactus jack you did i'm okay with it though i'm okay with it and so let's let's take a look over i said we were going to do this last week let's take a look now we are live on twitch uh tuesday nights if you want to uh, let's take a look how's that how's that stream oh Ooh, it's it's a little cloudy. Okay. It's a little okay, cloudy okay. over there, but it's a solid stream. It's a solid stream right now. Yeah. That is a solid, solid sounding stream. I hope that's not your stream. You know what? Uh, no comment. No comment. That powerful stream tonight. Powerful <laughs> stream tonight, thanks to the new, the new uh, wireless router that was installed in the house. Um, and now there are two new Wi-Fi networks that go across the house. You're going to love these. Uh, number one, okay, uh, the one for guests, uh, the one for everybody else, it's the standard. It's that, what, that 2.4G network is okay. Wu-Tang Lan. <laughs> uh, so that's up for everybody. Uh, Love that. The 5G, the one that's for, you know, uh, the classy people, uh, the one, the people that we like, the people that, uh, uh, it's, it's called pick up your dog shit. So we have a problem. Got someone, got someone shitting on, uh, shitting on the front lawn. Uh, well, th- th- there's a problem in, in this development area, this neighborhood, of people that uh, don't clean up after their animals as they walk them. So I thought maybe that would just be a funny, uh, you know, Wi-Fi network name. So, yeah, those are the two. Uh, <laughs> so we have Wu-Tang Lan and we have Pick Up Your Dog Shit. So if you're around, uh, if you're around, if you're around the house and those are, those are, uh, those will be options. So, so Wu-Tang Lan is always open. <laughs> I know we were talking about the uh, the stream. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, hold on. The stream? Let's oh, yeah. take a look. All right. It's, it's clearer now. It's much clearer. It's more hydrant than the web. Do you, uh, do you care if I regale the story of the drip in my apartment today? Oh, God. You sent me that video, and I was just like, holy shit. Like, your apartment's going to get burned down. Uh, so yeah. please, please tell the people about this video that you sent as we... Look at that stream and a powerful, clear stream there. Yeah, go ahead. 
Please. So at uh, at work, I'm close enough where I can drive home for lunch every day. So I drive home for lunch today, finish eating lunch, put all my stuff in the sink, wash it off, get back to my couch, sit back down, and like it is pouring rain the entire time I'm on lunch. And all of a sudden, I hear like a drip, and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I left the sink on. I go and I turn on my kitchen light just in time to see two drops fall from one of the lights in my light fixture in my kitchen. It's always a good sign when the rain comes out of the light fixture. Yeah, so I turn off the uh, turn off the lights, call the complex and I'm like, "Hey." And you know, the the property manager herself answers the phone. So I kind of lay it out there and I'm like, "Hey, you know, just wanted to let you know, um, I've got water leaking through my light fixture in my kitchen." And she's like, "You what?" And I was like, yeah, just wanted to let you know. And so I'm like, hey, do you know where my breaker box is? Because <laughs> I had no idea. So she ends up saying, hey, it's in the, um, it's in the, uh, it's in the hallway. So I'm like standing in the hall and I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, uh, you know that John does at the end of the movie poster I have? Oh, no. That's been up for, um, forever. It's been up. That's been up since the second day I moved in. Yeah. It was behind that. Oh. Well, I mean, no, no, no. The breaker box is fine. Like, right. But no, like, no. oh, like that's that, that. Of course, that's the one spot where it's going to be. Well, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it's there to block the, you know, just the sight of the breaker box being in yeah. the four foot hallway I have. So, um, but yeah. And I mean, like at one point it like it was at one point it was pouring so hard you could barely see the trees outside my apartment. And at that point it sounded like a small steady stream coming out of the uh, light fixture. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, there's a small, small section of, um, ceiling missing in my, in, in my, you know, they cut it to see how bad the damage is and everything. And I guess what they saw was, I guess some sort of animal has gotten up there and like, crawled in the shingles and that's what got pushed up. So when there was like the flash flood rain, it just came pouring in. So I asked, I was like, do I need to be worried about some sort of animal like crawling into my apartment while I'm sleeping? And they were like, no, 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 no. Like they fixed it. They, uh, I guess like they're coming back to repatch the apartment or the uh, apartment, the ceiling tomorrow morning. And they were like, yeah, we shine the light up there and there's nothing up in your area. <laughs> it's always good to have someone say there's nothing up in your area. Yeah. We shine the so, light. There's nothing up in your area. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the title of the episode right there. <laughs> nothing up in your area. Nothing up in your area. So, um, <laughs> but and I, I just thought of this. Have I ever told you the story about I was living um, with my friend Ryan at the time and go. I don't know why I was. I mean, I'm sure I was just like working a Saturday. So I was off in the middle of the day. I'm like just sitting there watching TV or playing a game or something. And all of a sudden I'm like, why do I hear water? So I go and it's like coming from his bathroom and I flip the switch on. And when I flip the switch on, I notice there is water coming out of the light switch. Oh, the upstairs house. Because we were in a uh, three story complex. The upstairs neighbors had a slow leak in their, the faucet going to their shower. So I had to like go upstairs, and, like knock on the door. And a guy who I'd talked to a few times, like answers the door in like a t-shirt and a towel. He's like, Hey, I was like, um, so here's what's going on. <laughs> and had to like awkwardly be like, yeah, the shower you're taking might set my apartment on fire. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So an episode that we need to do is uh, awkward neighbor encounters. Oh my god, yes. Uh so we'll be hitting that one later um uh, because yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think I knew you when we lived next door to the pirate. And No. Yeah, so I used to live near a pirate. Um so that was funny. Um yeah, yeah, just fun neighbor stories. 
I can tell you when uh, I shared a wall with someone that I used to work with, and I'm pretty sure that I heard domestic violence at least twice. Uh, so that was awesome. Um, so yeah, yeah, we'll have some fun with this. We'll do an episode, uh, that's all about neighbor interactions and neighbor fun. That's going to be fun. I like it. And we got some, we got some good planning done over the weekend, which a lot of people, for those that don't know, that don't, uh, follow, either one of us on Snapchat or Instagram or any of the millions of social media that I'm probably uh, too old to be using, but I use anyway. Uh, I actually like the last three or four times that actually probably more than that, that I've seen you, you've been traveling here. Yep. And this time I got to return the favor and I traveled to you. Yeah. And so I was in town for with uh, where you are on Saturday because I was doing a uh, helping out with a fundraiser, but we got to hang out a little bit beforehand and yeah. uh, get some fun planning done and some some business talk. Um, yes, sir. But here's the th- okay. So it's I mapped it out. It is 148 miles door to door. Like from, mm-hmm. well, door to restaurant, because I did the dumb thing where, and like, it, it made total sense to me at the time until I made that first turn. And then I was like, this is dumb because whenever I'm in town, it's adorable that everybody is always like, yeah, just decide where you want to eat and we'll go there. I, I know where you're going. And yeah, like you, you texted me beforehand and you were like, so I'll just meet you there. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, and so you're like, I know, I already know where you're going to want to go. We'll, we'll just go there. And yeah. so I'm driving and like, that's uh, like, I put in the address of the restaurant into the GPS Okay. Because, like, I don't need, like, at this point, like, I don't need to put in any address into the GPS until about 130 miles into my 148-mile ride. Really, probably, like, 140 into the 140. Yeah, but I put, it in, I put it in a little bit early just because traffic can get congested. I don't want to, you know, I want to... I I put the address in as late on the parkway as I can Mm -hmm. just so, because usually at that point traffic is still kind of light and I can just type that in and we're good to go. But, you know, in town traffic, not always the most, um, you know, friendly to put in a GPS address. Yeah. So I just put in the, the restaurant address Cause I'm like, well, we're going to go there. It's going to be fine. And so it takes me like, you know, the, when you first come off of the parkway and you're going, and then before you get to the airport turn, which is always where it takes me, it started to take me down a uh, new circle now, but it used to, it used to have me turn at the airport. Yeah. Man of war. Yeah. And so now it's having me, well, like when I put in the restaurant address, it had me turn like, half a mile before that down another road. Uh, it had me turned down 1967. Oh, uh, yep. So I turned down there and like, as soon as I turn, I'm like, I should have just gone to the apartment instead <laughs> because that way, that way it's not multiple cars. I won't have to follow someone back. Like, you know, this'll be, th- th- this is not the smartest way to do this, but I did it anyway. And so I text John and I'm like, you know, I'm in town. Like, cause I realize, like, I, I, I'm texting him and you at the, at like, like on my trip. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm on the parkway. You know, I'm, 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 my ETA is 1240. Like, should be good to go. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll see you at 1240. And then I realized, like, I didn't specify that I was going to the restaurant instead of going, mm-hmm. instead of going to the apartment. So it's like, 1235 36 and i'm like it, it, like on my gps it's like one minute till destination and i'm like 
it hits me and I'm like, oh shit. Like <laughs> they're probably expecting me to go to the apartment, not to meet them to eat. So I have to, te- I have to text John real quick and I'm like, Hey, I'm in town. I'm almost to the restaurant. I'll meet you guys there and send it because I'm like, shit. And so then he's like, cool. We'll meet you there. And I was like, okay, cool. Like we're on the same page, but I pulled in and I was just like, I am just the dumbest person because that made no sense whatsoever. It just made everything not more complicated, but it just made it less convenient than it needed to be. I just thought you were avoiding me because I didn't get a text saying you'd gone to the restaurant. Well, I figured you guys were all together. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> doesn't mean I'm not going to give you hell for it while we're it, recording. Because I was, at, I was at the stoplight. Like, I was literally at the stoplight uh, to turn into their parking lot when I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I should probably tell them where I am and where I'm going. Uh, so it was a very, very, very last-minute reaction, and I only had time to fire off one text, and I assumed that you guys were all together. Oh yeah. Uh, so, because I I was like, oh yeah, really, it would have made more sense for all three of us to just drive in this, like, go in the same car. I don't know. We did we did get that hilarious moment when we were leaving. And yeah. I got to go. Hey, fun, hey, you ready to see the fun part? Yeah. And you go, yeah, sure. And I turn to John and go, we'll meet you at the apartment. <laughs> and then and then like you get in, we close the doors, and I'm like, all right, you're gonna have to help me navigate, and you just go, just follow him because I don't know where he's going. Like the route he's gonna take, you're like, oh, yeah. I don't really pay attention. So just follow him, and I'm like, okay. Well, in fairness, it was also one of those things where I, I, I know John well enough to know he doesn't have the lead foot I do. So, yeah. like, if yeah. someone's like, "Hey, you need to follow him," and they're talking about me, I'm just like, well, yeah, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> Godspeed to you. Yeah, good, good friggin' luck. I hope you uh, don't. I hope you don't believe in in the brake pedal. Uh, uh, orange yellow lights are just a suggestion Uh, yellow yellow lights are you know the average one stays yellow for i think like four to six seconds you know you know the formula don't you Uh -uh. okay so uh and, and this is legitimate like you can look this up this is a true fact the light will stay yellow one second for every 10 miles per hour that the road is posted for Really? So you can do the math back. So if it's like a 45, it's going to stay yellow for four and a half seconds. Okay. Where's the, I like where's, that. Where's the I more you like know? That. I need the more you know sound. That bum, 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 bum. Because, yeah, like legit, like that's how they that's how they time it is it's yellow for one second for every 10 miles per hour that that road is posted for. Um, so now you know, like if you see it turn... And it's like mm-hmm. if if it's a forty five and like it turns and you can you can count out so you'll know how long you have. Well, damn! Look at you. That is good to know. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so yeah. Uh, so, but we made it. It was fine. Everything was fine. Everything was good. Of course, if you're wondering, if you have to know the restaurant that I pick every single time, if you every don't, time. if you don't know, now you know. Of course, it's Red Robin. Yup, because and their mediocre buffalo chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah, you were not very enthused by that. Uh, but uh, see, the the issue that I had is they don't have one here, and so every time I go somewhere where there is one, I have to go there, and they when I went home. I visited my parents uh, early July, and they have one outside the mall. And I'm like, hell yeah! It's like it's like two miles from the mall. I'm staying right across from the mall. Like this is perfect. Can go right over there, get some Red Robin. It's great. We go at like five thirty because my my parents are like, we know you like to go to Red Robin. We'll we'll definitely go. Like this will be great. We go. It's like five. 15 5 30 and they are like closed up like closed up like the farmhouse in night of the living dead like like boards across the the windows and everything like it was like a post-apocalyptic hideout and i was just like i don't think they're open and so yeah they closed permanently so i can't i couldn't go there (laughs) 
Sorry. And so this was, yeah, this was the first chance that I had to actually get Red Robin in a, in a little while. So tried to make the most of it. I appreciate you guys always accommodating me. Of course. And you had that, you had the great insight where you're like, geez, the last time I was here at Red Robin was, and I looked at you and I go, probably the last time I was here in town. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> not the last time, but I think it was one of the last times. Yeah. Cause I don't think we went when you came in for, uh, either of the conventions in 2019. No, I don't think so. And uh, then, you know, the world fell apart in 2020, so you didn't yeah. get to make it to Lexington. Did not. And, yeah, we, uh, so, yeah, I think it was, like, legit 2018, one of the times when you were in town. Yeah, so it's it's been a minute. So you were mentioning the uh, 515 thing, and it reminded me out of nowhere of this, like, really dumb, funny story from when I was, like, younger. So I'm probably 14, maybe 15. So my cousin Harrison's 13, 14, and we'd gone to see a movie with my uncle. My aunt was out of town. So we were going to, and you know, the, the movie let out like 445-ish, and he's like, all right, well, let's just go over to Denny's and we'll have dinner because, you know, it's 1999 or 2000, and that's what you do. Uh, yeah, that's that's a fact. So we pull into the parking lot at like four fifty eight. My uncle turns off the car, and my cousin's like, "We're we're gonna go eat before five five o'clock." Like, I mean, we're not old. So my uncle turns the car back on, makes it seem like he's gonna leave, and just stares at the clock until it turns five, <laughs> and just goes, "It's five. Let's go. That's awesome. I I respect the hustle of that one. Oh, absolutely. I, well, and I, the bit. So that's good. That is good. Well, and I had I had a couple takeaways from my trip up. It was only a day, a little over a day, but I had I had a couple of takeaways, and the biggest one was you know it's it's 148 miles door to door and i can't tell you the importance of music on this drive on this ride mhm and you know i have uh i have a, a couple options for music or for audio entertainment because you know i'll listen to podcasts or um i'll scroll uh, like I'll, I'll set up a playlist on spotify or uh go through the sirius xm channels but inevitably and here's like people always make fun of me because i want a phone here like i'm not anti-iphone but i don't like iphones because of the fact that you can't add memory cards to add more space. Yep. Because I need a ton of space because I fill my phone up with music and with movies and stuff because I'm always like, I need entertainment like at a moment's notice. So I need to throw a bunch of stuff on there. Like, I'm going to pull up my files here and I'm going to tell you uh, how many my music um, audio files on my phone alone are is uh, 36 gigs. Uh, okay. On my SD card, which I, I have uh, an additional, uh, my my phone is 128, and I have a 128 SD card in there. Um, my music folder in on my SD card. Let's see how big it is because the point is I have thousands and thousands and thousands of, of songs on, on my phone across various. Okay. Music. Let's see. Folder info. Let's see how big this is. Uh, it is still climbing, still climbing. Still climbing. 
Still climbing. It's another 76 gigs of music. So between the two, I've got a shit ton of music. And because I never know when I'm like, I really want to hear Footloose by Kenny Loggins. I'm going to play it right now and I'll play it. Or I'm like, I really want to hear, you know, whatever. I really want to hear some some Swifty, some Tay Tay Swift. I'll play it. I don't care. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I just get a get a feeling like I want to I want to hear something. So, you know, I'll, I'll have it do like sometimes I'll feel wild and have it just do shuffle all. And it plays through like everything, which is always a trip because there's a bunch of stuff that I always forget about. Sometimes I'll just pick like a specific artist and just let it go nuts or an album or whatever. Yeah. And then inevitably it always ends up at the same point every time. And life changes because on every single playlist that I have, I don't care what it's for. It always features the theme song of the repo man, the old (laughs) WWF repo man character where he had like the, the bat shit, crazy, uh, amazing song and so i'm driving and i'm like you know we're hanging out i'm driving it's great and up on my my screen because you know i put the new uh like i i swapped out the um the radio in my car like i took out the old one and i put in like a touch screen bluetooth connected like all that shit and so it it pops up with like artist and title and i look down as the song changes and it just says repossessor blues, Jim Johnston. And I'm like, no way. And it immediately like, you know what hits and it's, it's the repo man theme song. And it is the greatest, the greatest thing ever because all you hear from my car, cause it's up, you know, of course it's up way too loud. You hear the, oh, obviously. the repo man theme song, which is like, you know, one of the greatest wrestling theme songs of all time and it's this how do you not love this now imagine me driving 80 miles an hour to that just to this and I'm like moving in my seat, like just like just that 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 beat hits different, man. And like, of course, I always when it hits the when the guy comes in and says Repo Man, like I always hit the real deep. I'm like Repo Man, and it hits the re- 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 Repo Man, like he hits the remix, like so. If you're wondering what uh, a road trip with me is like, I hope you enjoy hearing the Repo Man theme. But what it did, to get back to my takeaway, my takeaway... Hold on, hold on, uh one quick question. Yeah. Did your car get repoed? No, I pay my my car notes. Okay, good. My car is now officially 100% as of November. My car is paid off. Wow! And my car was paid off like it wasn't supposed to be paid off until June of this year, but I paid it off in November. So I was way ahead. Look at me go. Repo Man ain't coming to my house. Barry Darso doesn't need to know where I live because he doesn't. What if you need some demolition work done? I'll call, I'm so sorry. I'll call Bill Eady, who looks like he was one of those wrestlers that looked like, you know, my friend's dad. If my yeah. friend's dad was a wrestler that wrestled in like gimp clothes, for some reason, yeah, um, yeah. The the guys in Demolition did not have the bodies for the wrestling gear they wore. No, they were like super weird gimp guys, like from Pulp Fiction. But I mean, they'd beat your ass. Like they were terrifying. But uh, yeah, they were not like like they let every couch potato dad be like, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, but 
it remind like when that song hit, it reminded me. It, it made one thing. It made a couple things very clear. Number one, how important the music of professional wrestling is. Oh yeah. And number two, how crappy some of those characters were, because that was at the point where like everybody, it was like wrestling was their second job. And whatever their character was, was like that. The, the Duke, the dumpster Drossy was the trash man. And Get out of my head. Like <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking of. They had a Isaac Yankum DDS, the dentist and the goon, the goon, the hockey player, MVP, the baseball player. Like everybody had another job. Tugboat was some kind of weird gay sailor. Um, uh, I don't know about that. I'm just kidding. He looked, he looked Link like was a clown. Yeah. Uh, so like everybody, everybody had like another job that apparently they weren't really good at. So they also wrestled to help pay the bills. So it was just a really weird time. Like, I I don't think they had a mailman, but that was like the only thing that was missing. Yeah. Uh, they even had, uh, what was it? TJ Hopper, the plumber. Yeah. Uh, TL Hopper. Cause the TL, TL stood for yeah. toilet lid. Uh, a little oh known God. fact. Um, yeah, they had, they had him, uh, they had, gosh, yeah, they had, they had just so many people that were like, they had, you know, Big Boss Man was the cop, uh, I don't think that, they had, uh, you know, Sparky Plug was the NASCAR driver, Uh so, like, everybody had a job, but apparently they were just not really good at that job, and so they had to take up a second job as a pro wrestler, and most of them were not really good at that either, but not not in the nineties. But Repo Man was always, you know, one of my favorites. He came out with like the um the like the Lone Ranger mask and the trench coat with Repo Man spelled out on the back of it out of license plates. And uh like didn't weren't there like tire marks on his gear yeah, yeah. too? Yeah, he had tire marks on it and he came out with like a chain on a like or like a hook on a rope like i've never seen a tow truck like a like a, a, a tow truck driver need just a hook on a rope that you just bring with you everywhere like it's always attached to the car so it can winch the car up onto the back of the flatbed but you know i guess that's probably why he's not that good of a <laughs> repo man uh but yeah he used to he it started out where like he would like the, the he they had the little videos before he started where he would repo people's cars, but then like he would fight people by like repo like he got into a big fight with Macho Man Randy Savage because he repoed his hat, <laughs> like he repoed his cowboy hat, which never made any sense to me whatsoever because I'm like first of all Macho Man can probably pay his bills like I don't think how many payments are is he making on on those cowboy hats. They're not that expensive. They're neon green with a feather coming out of them. They're not, they're probably not that expensive, but I love repo man. And if I ever get a chance to go to a convention to meet Barry Darso, I'm going to tell him that repo man was one of my favorite, like gimmick characters from the early nineties. I don't know. I feel like I'm the only one that loved Repo Man. Oh, uh, I think even at the age of eight, I knew Repo Man was stupid enough to love. So <laughs> it was, it was, it was pretty bad. But the one, like the thing that's memorable about Repo Man, his music was awesome, and that's the thing about oh, it. Yeah. Is you know you had oh yeah, IRS was an accountant, was a tax man. Uh, and he yep. was also a wrestler. Uh, but... Hold on. Hold on. Lest we forget on the other side of the battle line. Oh, no. Diamond Dallas Page was like a car dealer in Vegas. Yeah, he started out as like a like a, like a weird poker player kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And then he started to just add a bunch of gimmicky shit to his getup. Like he had like rings and cigars and canes and sunglasses and and a vest and like all this tape and like all this like just so much stuff that it was like dude just pick one like like don't have so many things like like simplify pick one and 
And see, here's my problem with Diamond Dallas Page. I only got one problem with Diamond Dallas Page, and that is because, you know, they made a big deal about the fact that he started wrestling, like, when he was 35. Mm -hmm. Like, he started wrestling when he was 35. And, you know, like, five years later or whatever, he he became... WCW champion, so like they're you know they're like oh he's you know it's it, it was a common thing at that time that you had to be young to be good and be at the top, but you know Diamond Dallas Page, you know he's forty and he's a world champion, blah blah blah. It just inspired all these really shitty wrestlers who are too old and not good enough to actually be wrestlers to stick with it. Goldberg, Goldberg. I, I won't even say Goldberg. Like I won't. I won't. I won't name names, but like I personally know independent wrestlers that are, and I've heard them say, "Well, DDP didn't even start till he was 35," and I'm like, "Fuck you, Diamond Dallas Page," because you give this guy, you make this guy who's absolutely terrible think that he can still do it, <laughs> and like I, I like I have had conversations with these people and I'm like you should not be wrestling because you're you're 35 but you're bad at it yeah I also feel like yeah and Dee he was 35 and on WCW Saturday night like he was on national television yeah Um, he wasn't wrestling at the armory in bowling what I mean somewhere that I don't know where yeah it's kind of like the there was that MTV documentary, like the true life that was following the, uh, like the bodybuilders. And the one dude was like 44 and living in his van outside the gold's gym and was like, I know I'm going to like, this is my year. I'm going to, I'm going to make Mr. Olympia. And it's like, are you like, I'm not trying to shit on anybody's dream. Like, like, no, not at all. But like, you also have to be a little bit realistic that, you know, maybe it's not in the cards for you, is all I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but if I, could, if I could hit you with another one. Okay, fire away. That came up right after Repo Man. And I hope you're going to love this one as much as I do. I think this is the one. Because uh, there's two different versions that I have, and I hope that this is not the bad one. Because if it's the bad one, I'm going to have to change it and play the good one. But uh, do you remember this gem? Yes! One of my top five themes of all time. I can place the music, but I can't place the wrestler. The, uh, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the name of the, of the song. Because they all had like crazy names, like... Uh, Dusty Rhodes had Common Man Boogie, and that was Repossessor yeah. Blues. Struttin' and cutting. No! The Beefcake! You know, that's right. Brutus! Brother Brudi. Uh That one is a jam, and uh, the other one that I really love... Uh, let's see, where is it? Because uh, I got it. I know I do. Uh, it's not Ass Man, but I do love that one. Bow, bow. I love, I love it. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, I do love the Bushwhackers, but we're not here to talk about the Bushwhackers. Let's see. Okay. This one. Probably one, another one in my top five. We were talking about Bob Holly earlier, and that's <laughs> definitely his music. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. I wish they would bring him back to Lexicon. He was on NXT earlier. Because I feel bad. Here's my Ted DiBiase story, by the way. Because I feel so bad. And I, I think didn't we meet him together? I owe him an apology. Yes, we did. Because we walk like he was. He was there at Lexicon, and we're, we're like we're walking around, and I and like there's nobody at his booth because uh, fucking. It was either, I think it was Greg Valentine was next to him and was asleep. And so we're walking by Ted DiBiase, and he's got the million-dollar belt at the edge of the table. 
and we're, we're like for whatever reason like we stop in front of his table because we're we're talking about something and i look over and i'm like oh sweet million dollar belt and like he talks to us and he's like yeah he's like that's the belt which i think was bullshit but um oh yeah he's like yeah that's the million dollar belt blah 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 you know his belt was five thousand dollars to make back in 1980 whatever blah blah like starts telling us these stories blah blah blah, blah like talking to us for like 10 minutes and then you're like yeah yeah what's your son up to and he's like oh ted jr you know he's He's working for this company that, um, you know, they partner with stadiums and arenas and stuff, and they set up all those, like, ticket games, like, you know, mm-hmm. if you're in seat whatever, row whatever, um, you know, you win, you know, a hot dog or whatever, you know, like, he's got an app, like, they have, they've developed an app for that, so he's doing great, blah, blah, and we talked to him for, like, 15 minutes, right? Yep. And I'm like, he's, like, the nicest guy, and then it's like, Okay, cool. Let's go where we're going, and we leave. Yeah, I, I've thought about that a couple times too. And I'm like, I, I owe him uh, an apology and some money. Yeah, I was gonna say we should have shelled out like ten bucks a piece and gotten a picture with him. Right, or and like I left, like we left, and it didn't hit me until like later that day. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I was such an asshole to the million dollar man and he was so nice to us yep and i was like flat out the worst well yeah i mean the thing is i i also think like yeah we came off as cheap which sucks because neither of us really are that cheap no i mean no not not for something like that i mean um but we also like we had such a good conversation with him and you know like he seemed genuinely interested to talk to us until like you know we waited until like there was no lull in conversation for what 15 to 20 minutes yeah like it was it was a because you know like when you go to one of these conventions and you meet a celebrity like usually there's you know a, a couple minutes of small talk if you're lucky and there's no line, then you get, you know, maybe four or five minutes of, like, kind of half of a conversation. You get, like, a little bit where, like, you can tell, like, they tolerate you being there. And they're 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 interested enough because you're giving them money and, you know, you're a fan. So, like, they're interested enough, but it's not really, like, a real conversation. But that one was, like, a legit conversation. Yep. Like yeah and and so like i every so often i will think about that and i'm just like i feel i feel bad like i feel worse about it every time i think about it and so every time lexcon starts announcing people i'm like please let the million dollar man be there please he's ever there we have to tell him oh yo yeah i'm going back and i'm like fall i'm gonna fall on the sword and like whatever he charges for anything like i'm paying him ten dollars more Yep. Like I'm giving him more because I feel so guilty about all of that and and not you know understanding what was happening at the time and being like, "Man, he's a super cool guy. Like I'm I, like he's here to make money. I'm here to have fun." And like and I've got and, and the other thing that that also sucks is uh you know, I have the uh, the Money Incorporated Funko 2-pack. And I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to have him sign it. And then I'm like, oh, but I'm going to have to apologize. Like, I'm going to have to tell the story first. <laughs> like, I have to tell the story. Like, I can't in good conscience have him sign it and then be like, yeah, I was a dickhead to you a, a few years ago. Like, I have to tell him the story first and clear my conscience and then have him sign it because that's the only way. It's not like Kane Hodder where I can just ignore it. And tell him to go fuck himself. I did. I told a guy that plays Jason Voorhees to, uh, what, what did I say? I, oh, I, I called him a dick. I did. Yeah. I said, I said uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Cause he was, he said, I wasn't talking to you. And I went, dick. Like, yeah, that was probably a mistake. I'm not that smart, buddy. I'm not. Yeah. I don't read the room well. No, I mean, uh, no. And, you know, like, I think the two of us, 
like that was a rare moment for us where we were so caught up in conversation because I can't imagine, and this is not me ball washing us. We both feel shitty about the situation and what happened, but I can't believe one of us didn't even think to say it to the other. Right. At be any like, point. Because at one time, do you remember, he actually asked us to hang on when someone like walked up to his table for a picture and an autograph. Yeah. And we're like, do, do, do. Okay. We're just hanging out. We're talking to our new friend, Ted. All right. We're killing time until we got to do something more important. And then, <laughs> which is obviously not the case. And I know that's how it came out. I like yeah. how it came across. But that's definitely not how I wanted it to be because, like, I'm I, I'm genuinely, and I was, and I still am, genuinely a fan of his work. And, you know, I think he is easily one of the top five bad guys in the history of pro wrestling. And I'm like, oh, my God, I was such a, a heel to, to the heel. Like, I was a heel to him. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, like... And I think this is this way in, like, all the situations, because if you think back to when we picked up Carlito from the airport, the two things he was the most talkative about were his brother and his cousin as a tag team and football. Yeah. He didn't give a shit about talking about his wrestling career. No, no. And we, uh, yeah, because that was the thing. It's like, it was just about playoff time. Yeah, it was, it was in the playoffs. And... Because it was it was January, mm-hmm. and so it was like it was like leading up to the Super Bowl. So it was in in playoffs, and it was like there was like this really awkward silence. And I give you I give you all the credit in the world because it was like this awkward silence where where it was like we didn't really know what to talk about because I I like we didn't want to um you know we we didn't want to be like you know, asking him a bunch of random, you know, wrestling questions. Like he was, it was like a, like an interview. Cause that's not what it was for. And so like you, you pulled out and you were like, I think you asked him like who you got in the playoffs. No, or uh, here's what happened. We both got so frustrated with him, either just short answering or not answering us. You and I just started talking football. Oh, okay. I thought you asked him. Uh, uh-uh. uh, uh, no, like, I think once he'd kind of, like, perked up and, like, said a couple odd in things, but I think he kind of realized that if we weren't going to, like, if he wasn't going to engage us in conversation, we weren't going to either. Yeah. Like, we'd given up. So I think after we started talking for a couple minutes about it, that's when, and he, like, chimed in once or twice, that's when I was like, all right, man, well, like, who do you have for the playoffs? And we started, like, that's when it became a three-person conversation. Cause yeah, it was it was rough for a little while, but we got it. And then like at the end, it was like we were friends. We mm-hmm. were friendly. I mean, yeah. Um, and if you watch interviews with him, like he really is. He he gives really really short answers, and like oh, yeah. he's not very descriptive. So like knowing that now, I don't think he was like that's just how he is. Like he's he yeah, wasn't and- being rude, but. It felt like it. I was like, man, he's kind of an asshole. And, you know, like when we went through the line and got like pictures with him and stuff, he was super cool to us then yeah. and everything. Um, and, you know, like I think by the end of the night, like you and I, when we were leaving the show and, you know, we walked backstage, um, you know, like telling him like he knew he had someone else driving him back to his uh, hotel and everything. And so, like, we, we were just, like, chatting for a minute, and I was like, hey, man, just wanted to say it was, like, really nice to meet you. And he, like, he did the handshake where he, like, you know, he shook my hand, and then with the other hand, he, like, clasped it over it. And he was like, I just want to, like, thank you guys for being cool. And he's like, I had a really good time with you guys today. And I was like, you know what? Uh, so now, whenever anybody asks us, we're the, we're the only podcast Carlito thinks is cool. <sighs> and if you know Carlito, you know that's a big deal. Damn, we're good. We are good, man. Not to pat <laughs> ourselves on the back, but, you know, we're pretty damn good. Um, but, uh, so I've, I've, uh, mentioned a few wrestling related music pieces that I enjoy. Do you have any that stick out for you? So, way back in the day, um, 
trying to remember, like, I always loved, um, like, you know, I, I can, I can talk to the obvious one first and say the one I really loved. And the one that I think is probably one of, if not the most iconic songs in wrestling history, because everyone knows what's coming when that gong goes off. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Shawn Michaels and sexy boy, but, <laughs> Oh, Oh, sexy boys up there. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear about how I got in trouble when I was like seven? Oh, God. Yeah, always. So, no joke. No joke. Um, but, again, but we'll get there in just a sec. But the, the Undertaker's theme is you can't talk iconic wrestling themes without mentioning that. Because it's just perfect. It's just great music. And it sets the tone for the person. Um, and I'm talking about like the, the gong, like the, the funeral song undertaker, not, um, Roland or American yeah. badass graveyard symphony, I think is what they call that one. <sighs> and if you haven't heard it, there's a piano version of it that they were going to use for some, um, I think they were going to use it for that like 25th anniversary of survivor series, but they ended up ditching it for some reason. That piano one like, is awesome. Yeah, the piano one's phenomenal. Uh, but so Shawn Michaels always had an enjoyable wrestling theme. Um, <laughs> so I'm sick. So like I've got a I've got a I've got a small fever. I've got a light fever, and like my parents are taking me to Blockbuster, like rent some stuff to you know kind of help me through getting sick. And I just turned to my dad because I rented. I think it was like Survivor Series '92. And like an actual movie one. as well. That was a and, good one. Oh, Survivor Series ninety two was great. Champion versus champion, baby. Yup. And the the tag match, what was it? Razor and Flair versus Perfect and I Savage. Was, I think it was uh uh or Razor and Savage versus Flair and Perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Great match. Um but, you know, I know Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart wrestle in the main event. And I asked my dad, what's a sexy boy? <laughs> yep. It's not your boy toy. No, 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 no. So, yeah, I'm an idiot. Um, other ones. Yeah, I mean, Bret Hart. Yeah. Uh, again, the yeah. guy has tarnished his own legacy. But his interest in music was one of my favorites growing up. And again, like the, the, that opening little riff is just one of those things that's always going to pop a crowd. Like that music goes off. It's like, all right, here we go. Um, let's see. I believe that is one of the 50 billion on your phone. I'd actually be kind of surprised if you didn't have it. Uh, Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah, that one. Yes, sir. Yeah. There it is. That's the good one. That's like the solo run that they used for the Heart Foundation, too. Oh. I just, I love all of these, like... Oh, my God. Is that Phil Billy Jim? This is Bushwhackers. Bushwhackers. You ready for one that I don't know if you'll get? This was, this was kind of a uh, this was kind of a deep cut. It's good though. Ooh. It's kind of rock. It's kind of hard rock. Hold on. Fuck. I love it. I love it. It's a good one. Give me a small hint. All right. Um, we've already kind of talked about something he was involved in. This was when he was good before he turned bad. 92, 93. Yes! I got nothing. Shaka Bra! Kona Crush! 
Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Was, or uh, another one of my top five of all time. Oh, the honky donkey man! Yes. Yes. Oh my god! Like I just have stuff. Like, but here's what I've noticed: is all of all of them that I've, or almost all of them that I've got, like a majority of them are Attitude Era and before. Mm-hmm. Like I have hardly any that are post Attitude Era. I mean, there there's some great stuff right now until they fired CFO. Um, but like the stuff he did, like. Shinsuke's music. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, awesome. Um, uh, Undisputed era. Undisputed era. Got them. Boom. Uh, Styles, which wasn't even originally supposed to be his music. So yeah, I didn't like that one at first, but it grew on me because it never really seemed like it fit him. But then yeah. it uh, it grew on me. But um, but yeah, I just uh, that was that was part of my uh, part of my trip was. You know, the big part of it was the music, and, you know, I have a ton of, you know, what people consider regular music, real music, Um, but then inevitably a wrestling-related song will play, and then I'll just deep dive into that folder, like, forever, because I've got, like, so many that I can't. I can't help myself. So my most of my trip up and back was uh different wrestling theme songs. Now uh you know. <laughs> do you know like do you remember how like all um WCW was was like knockoff? Oh my god. Like DDP was definitely not smells like team spirit. Yeah. Or Teen Spirit, so yeah. and then uh, like Jericho's was Even Flow, and I thought Raven was Even Flow. Uh, no, his DDT was Even Flow, but uh, Jericho's song was uh, was based off of Even Flow. Like I know. Hold on, ready? Actually, for the... I'm gonna. Have, I'm, yeah, do it. I, I'll do the side by side. You ready? Okay. Yep. Let me take Repo Man's theme song down. Let's go. WCW Jericho. All right. So we have we have Jericho's. Jericho's music right here. Got to get through the ad. Okay. Okay. Oh my god. Ready? Yep. Jesus yeah. Christ. Like direct rip off. Direct rip off. Dude, I found a uh, an entire list, and okay, yep, I'm starting to remember some of these too. Uh, and everybody knows that Disco Inferno had the best WCW theme song Disco of all time. Fever. God Almighty, I I love that song. Okay, Raven was "Come As You Are." Yep, 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 yep. Um, Rick Steiner was "Welcome to the Jungle." Yeah, when he uh, he turned heel, uh, it was yep. like not late '98. Or ninety nine, uh, and then he got uh, he got that song where it, yeah that was uh, Jeff Jarrett of course was Kid Rock yeah it was like literally uh, it was just Kid Rock's cowboy well no they lost the rights to it so for like the last five or six months it was like some knockoff it, it's so uh, bad. oh um shit was it Al Green or someone that uh who does Ernest the Cat Miller the Get Up song. Oh, James Brown? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was a knockoff. I'm also yeah. looking at this, and Perry Saturn's was a knockoff of The Beautiful People. Yeah, because it was that... Yeah, yeah, it was It was basically uh, 100% that, yeah. Jimmy oh, Hart did most of their music, and he just ripped off a ton of shit. Yeah, I never knew the Wolfpack theme was a knockoff of a rap song. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Primetime Elix Skipper was a knockoff of Party Up. Yeah, like there's people on YouTube that do videos where they'll do like the one and then the other immediately, and you can hear it. And it's 
Like, how they didn't get sued, I have no idea. Like, I legit have no idea. Like, I mean, I am 16. 16 entrance, or like, you know, things into this now. Mm-hmm. Prince Iakea was, yeah, a knockoff of a Prince song, of course. Well, yeah. Yeah. There was just, and none of them were like, it was all obvious. Like, it's like they wanted to be ECW, but knew they were going to get sued because ECW just listened, just used the licensed music that they never had the rights to. <laughs> they just didn't care. People would ask Paul Hay, but they're like, did you have the rights to any of them? And he'll just laugh and be like, no. Well, no, he did the, when he was doing the New Jack tribute, he was talking about it and he was like, you know, they played Natural Born Killers. And he was like, and that we never paid a dime to use oh, no. in any of our shows. No. He's like, no, he's, he, he, we just hoped that they wouldn't sue us. Yeah. Like, and I guess it worked because, you know, they never got sued for that. They got sued for a lot of other stuff, but not that. Oh, man. Well, this was a fun episode. This was. This was. Um, you ready, though? We got one more thing we got to do, though. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Uh, I, I, shit or britches? Well, uh, we're not wearing britches because this is the no pants party. Facts. Great question. We got to name our fan of the week. Oh, yeah. Who you got for I us? I got a fan of the week this week. We have, uh, we're going to travel this week. You know, we're based... We're based in the Bluegrass State. We're based in Kentucky, right? A lot of our listeners are from Kentucky, but we have listeners from other places, too. We have international listeners, but, you know, we've got listeners all across the country. Uh, those are the ones that we especially care about. And mm-hmm. we're traveling outside of state lines for this week's Fan of the Week. We have, we're traveling all the way to New York. New York City. We're going. We're going to New York for our fan of the week. Uh, the loyal listener. We love her because she listens to the show all the time, always gives feedback listening to the show, mm-hmm. enjoys listening to it. So our fan of the week this week. Easy choice. Our dear friend will go Moxie from New York, our fan of the week. Thank you. So that's the new fan of the week sound. So uh, that's the new fan of the week sound. So as we turn back, we look at the stream. We watch everybody on our stream. I got I got two more sounds I got to load up, too. I don't know what I'm going to pick. So if you have a sound that you want me to put in here, just tell me, because I put the software. I got a new laptop for work, and I use it to stream, too. And it's so nice. Like, it's super fast, and it's really nice. Um, it's got... It, 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 it's good stuff, so I'm super pumped about uh, being able to to load all this stuff quick. And uh, so I can load up any other song. We, we have two sound, two sound pads that we can edit. So uh, if you think of one that you want, just tell me. Okay. And uh, okay. we'll load it up. And because uh, I have the, I have like the suspense sound, which I don't really like. Uh, the drum roll, and then uh, the kids cheering. Uh, those are preloaded. Uh, the stream sound, which I, I laughed about. Uh, last week and i was like uh i'm gonna say it and then i'm not gonna do it and then like five minutes before we went live i was like oh shit i gotta put that stream sound in here so i did so hell yeah uh but i don't know about you that's all i got for this week yes sir well we want to thank everybody for listening if you enjoy the show share it with someone that you like if you don't enjoy it share it with someone you hate but uh sharing uh you know share Give us a like, give us a comment, uh, give us a retweet, whatever you do. Um, buy something from the merch store. We got t-shirts and photo frames and journals and all kinds of stuff. We have like 200 items in the friggin' store. Uh, you. Pinned on all of our social medias, uh, so you can find those. Uh, support your friends with benefits. 
Uh, if you if you do make a an order from the online shop and you send us your order number to our email address at iheartstamos at gmail dot com, uh, you uh, if you send us that order number, just the order number. We don't need to know what you bought. We don't need to know anything. Your total. Don't don't care how much you spent. Um, you just send us that order number. We will. We have prize packs that have other merchandise that you can't get in the store. That's exclusive just for us. So we will send all that stuff to you too. So you'll get bonus merch just for supporting the show. But uh, all that stuff we get, you know, a cut of that, and uh, it helps us grow. It helps us, um, you know, go to conventions and do other stuff. And uh, uh, prize wheel, what? Uh, so. Just letting you know, we might also have some new shirt designs coming soon. Uh-oh, so keep your eyes on the store. It's our Redbubble store. Uh, we try and keep the prices pretty competitive. Like, they're pretty cheap. Uh, you know, we take a little bit less of a markup, so you don't pay as much because we like you. Um, True. Well, you know, most of you. Most of you. Um, but other than that, the easiest thing that you guys can do to help us grow, help us... Um, you know, do more stuff is give us a like, give us a share, tell somebody about it, help us grow. Yeah. And if you, you know, while you're sharing us with someone you hate, just, uh, make sure if you're talking to them on social media to use that hashtag FWB podcast on all your socials. If you're joining in the conversation about us and we would do appreciate that, you know, if you talk about us, we, the, the hashtag means a lot whenever we get to search it and see something actually pop up. Um, yeah, if you want to be fan of the week, if you want to be as cool as Moxie, uh, then you can use hashtag FWB podcast, and then that's how we can find you. You can use it on Facebook. Neither of us will probably know, nope. but you can use it on Facebook. The ones you're really going to find us checking are Twitter and Instagram. Yep, yep. Are the most ones, um, possibly TikTok. We might have some big things coming on TikTok that you'll hear about hopefully next week. Uh-oh. And yeah, because next yeah. week is episode 100. We didn't even pimp out yes, the fact that sir. next I week. Can't believe we we missed it. Yeah, we got to put we got a a big push coming over the next oh, yeah. week, guys. Uh, because big push. One week from tonight, we will have our special 100th episode spectacular. So we have a right. bunch of fun stuff planned for episode 100. Uh, your favorite podcast's favorite podcast is hitting triple digits, and we're super excited. Yep, and who knows? I have no idea what we're going to talk about, what we're going to do, or how long we're going to go. Who fucking knows? Could be, could um, be a, uh, could be an extended episode. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. You'll find out, you'll your, find out next week. Your t-shirts are too point, tight, too, Billy. Because at this point, I'm not sure we know. Uh, <laughs> but guys, until then, as always, stay safe, stay happy. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate the support as always. And thank you so much for being our friends. Hold on. I also forgot to mention that we last less time in bed than Ari Sterling did in WWE with benefits.